women-owned and managed eye care clinic located in Southwest Edmonton. Greater Edmonton Eye Care, which is owned by Dr. Selma Kayani, is dedicated to providing the best service to each patient in their care. They employ only the highest quality equipment, supplies, and technologies. Combined with their compassionate customer service, it is their goal to raise the bar on patient care and experience. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of iTalk with Dr. Selma Kayani and Shalini Ram, which is me. 100%. Okay, so today we have some interesting questions. Thank you, guys. Keep these questions rolling in. So the first question is, what is an eye floater? So what an eye floater is, um, I always have to go back to the anatomy, right? So you have the front part of the eye, you have the back part of the eye, in between you have this gel-like substance called the vitreous. Vitreous, uh, when we were born, we actually needed it to help keep the shape of the eye. Afterwards, we really don't need it anymore and it just floats in the back of the eye. So uh, with time, it shrinks and shrivels, right? And so you see kind of shadows of it called floaters. So yeah. they're just like the, you know, the parts parts of the vitreous basically, and they like go in front of your macula and stuff, which is your center part of the vision. So you see, you that's what you see those little floaters. Some are black, some are clear, whatever. So they're very common, and for most people, it is part of like the natural aging process. Um, but the thing is, you know, in the beginning when you first start getting them, they can be annoying. You see them, but afterwards, you really don't see them anymore because the brain will kind of learn to suppress like unnecessary images, or they like float away off to the side, away from your vision. When should you worry about them? Um, so basically, you know, um, there they can be a sign of like a more serious eye issue um, called a retinal detachment. So when you have different floaters or you have new onset of floaters if you have anything with that that you know called flashing lights like they have like you'll see like fireworks or lightning bolts in your vision or like a black curtain coming down in front of your view you need to see an eye doctor right away um because what happens is when that vitreous shrinks it it, it's basically attached to the back of the eye right and so when it shrinks it kind of like pulls and tugs the retina so majority of the time it pulls away no issue sometimes you can um, get like the retinal tears and holes and depending on the location you know you can get fluid backed up and you can get a retinal detachment okay that's an emergency room okay that uh, emergency that actually need to go to the emergency room it's, it's, it's pretty pretty serious okay so like these floaters it can happen to anybody even if they're like very healthy oh yeah like... of course and it's, it's just a normal it's normal and it's like basically a com- common part of the aging process so um okay. as you get older you're going to see them more often you can see them in one eye you can see them in both eyes um you can see it more um after certain diseases like um like cataract surgery is there like any age that you can start seeing them um most often just you know people start in their like uh, you know, above 40s or 50s, they started noticing 50s, okay. it more. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much yeah. for that insight on eye floaters. Okay. So the next question is, who can see colors better, male or female? So um, naturally, I was just gonna say female, right? But I, yeah. I don't. I had to actually look it up and see if there's actual any studies or research on it. If yeah. women can actually see better. Um, and so there was a study that, that actually pulled up on um, PubMed. And basically, um, it states that females can see more shades of color more than males. Oh, really? Yeah. Why so that's, is that? So it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty interesting. So when you... So 
so in the back of the eye we have you know we have three types of cone system we have we have rods too um yeah. and so you know these cones they actually are stimulated uh in response to different wavelengths okay um and so they're, they're thinking that okay men and women can kind of experience the color um the appearance of color differently and so that's why the study was was to assess that and so yeah. the study was um you know done between 17 to 22 years of age healthy 60 um healthy subjects basically right and so what they had to do is kind of like match 22 color strips with two shades of char uh, charts of different colors okay and so basically the total number of correct answers and the total time taken in matching all the test color strips with the shade charts was recorded so in both the sexes and the and and um in, in both like male and females right yeah and so it just says that the female they just found out that the females gave more um correct responses and actually took less time than males okay um now i know in terms of like color blindness so there's color blindness or, or you know the color yeah, vision deficiency that, like what's, what's more common male or female yeah so it's more um so the red green form of color blindness is more more common in uh, the most common form and it's much more common in males about seven to eight percent um and about like 0.5 percent in females so <clears throat> it's we see color deficiency and it's much more common in males and than females and also like your your um, ability to see color it also decreases with old age as well oh so. really yeah and and you know we, we we check color when we see children so we do a test and then we we actually check um check color in in children so, so can you become colorblind when you get older or is it so so basically that we call that like an acquired color color blindness so there's something going on okay either it's cataracts or there's certain types of eye diseases that can that can yeah. affect um color okay that's really interesting yeah all right anything else no we we do have time for another question sure so the next question is retinal detachment what mm -hmm. is it what are the signs to know if it happens to you so um like we like the it's kind of like in a continuing of the first question uh, what is asked. an eye floater yes yeah so retinal detachment so you have the back of the eye which is the retina there's several layers to the retina right and so the vitreous which is the gel-like substance that's attached to the um to the retina and so when you when you have that um, shrinkage it, it kind of tugs on the retina um, majority of the times it just pulls away no issue and then we see something called a posterior vitreous uh, detachment PVD yeah. um, but sometimes it can cause holes or tears now if you're um, if you're older if you're if you're nearsighted if you have diabetes if you have um, you know, had surgery, um, you're more common to develop these type of floaters. And if you're really nearsighted, you're more common to develop the holes and tears because when your eye is nearsighted, your eye is longer than someone who's not so nearsighted. So you can imagine if it's longer, the retina has to stretch to compensate okay. for it. So the retina is thin. So when you get those holes and tears, depending on the location, for example, it's more common to get a retinal detachment if it's superior versus inferior because of gravity. Gravity okay. pulls things down. So when, when you get like a hole or a tear, you actually get fluid um, inside. Like fluid buildup? Yeah, fluid buildup where the hole is and then it can detach the retina. And when you um, detach the retina, um, that's an emergency, you can lose vision. But do you feel okay. any pain or anything? Like what do you see? 
So you don't feel pain. Um, what happens is you'll feel like, you know, some patients, I had a few who had retinal detachment will say, oh, in, in like a corner of my, one of my eye vision, like on top, it's cloudy. I can't see through it. Okay. Or all of a sudden I wake up and I don't have any vision, right? Because it can also detach from the oh. center part. Right. So your eye doesn't fall out of your eye or anything. It just no. It's just the back of the eye. Um, okay. It's the basically the, the back of the eye. It's not like your eye is falling out or anything. No. Okay. And so um, and you need to get it um, checked. You need surgery right away. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. pretty scary. But I guess everybody has to watch out for the signs. Yeah, exactly. And so there's different types of surgeries that the specialist does. Usually the retina specialist will will take care of that. Okay. And how long is the surgery? Well, it, it depends. It's a pretty, uh, pretty invasive surgery. Sometimes you need like a second surgery, um, but it, 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 it takes, yeah, it takes a Can bit. it happen to both eyes at the same time or can it happen? I, it can. Like, you it know, can. It, yeah, so there's not really any cause for it. No, like, no. Can it change nothing. your prescription? Um, yeah, when you get the retinal surgery, there's a certain surgery that you can get like a little buckle over your eye and that can actually make that eye longer, causing you to become more nearsighted in that one eye. So yeah, sometimes, okay. yeah. And there's not can. really any age that you can get it, right? Just anybody really like can after get it. anybody. So let's say, okay, what, I'm 34. Mm-hmm. Anybody can, get, can it get it. That's what we always tell patients, get eye exams. Is there anything like that will like... To like prevent it or Prevent anything? it or like, no. what's the most common reason for a retinal detachment? Um, it can just happen. It can just yeah, happen. Just, so just not... get, nope. Yeah, there's not like, oh, you're doing this. That's what you got it. No. Okay. Obviously, trauma and, and being super nearsighted puts you super at more sighted, of a so risk. Super nearsighted, so having a high prescription then. Puts you yeah, as a risk. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kiani, for answering all those questions today. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening in. And on to next time. Sorry, I cannot clearly talk like Dr. Kiani today. <laughs> so, you know, if you guys have any questions, you can always email Email your questions to Universal Radio or Greater Edmonton Eye Care on our Instagram and Facebook. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Greater Edmonton Eye Care is open five days a week, including Saturdays and evenings for your convenience. Visit us today and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Greater Edmonton Eye Care.